Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. We exist to connect, equip, and send you into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God on the earth. To learn more about us, please visit kingdomcommunity.global. We look forward to hearing from you. Today, my guest is Dr. Yvonne Thompson. She's going to be sharing about the importance of entering into God's rest. Very practical teaching and sharing from her book, which talks about how we can come into the place where we rest according to God's plan for us, where we're not striving, we're not working from the flesh, we're not frazzled, we're not, you know, just coming apart because of all the stress and anxiety with all the pressures in the world right now. Guys, this is a great interview. Before we jump into the interview, watch this short video about the Kingdom Community. We want to invite you to become part of the spiritual family, the Kingdom Community. People are joining from all over the world and getting great value from it. God bless you. Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. The Kingdom Community is unique in that we are not seeking to build a denomination or religious organization. Our aim is to promote the Lord Jesus Christ, equip His body, and advance the Kingdom to the nations of the world. To learn more about us and how we can help you, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Sign up to become a member today. Well, welcome to the Kingdom Community Show, Dr. Yvonne. It's so great to have you with us. So would you just tell our audience a little bit about someone who's influenced your life in your formative years and why? Yes, I think the person that really impacted me when I was younger was when I was just uh, graduating from high school, going into university. And my pastor, actually, at that time, uh, was very influential. He was a man that was very loving and compassionate and empathetic. And as a person who was living my first time living away from home and, you know, learning how to be uh, on my own outside of my parents' house. Uh, he just, him and his wife adopted me as like their daughter and I was under watch care is what we would call it uh, while I attended his church. And even when I got into some precarious circumstances, he always was consistent in his love and care for me. And even my first uh, car, uh, he blessed me with my first vehicle. <laughs> wow. He charged well, me $1. Nice. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Sounds like an incredible uh, man of God and what an influence. So, hey, pastors and others out there, um, man, you you never know the influence you're having on someone's life. So that's a great testimony. Thank you for sharing. So we're here to talk about your book, Dr. Yvonne, which is called Can You Sleep Like This in the Rest of God? So tell us about that. What motivated you to write this book? Was there particular uh, occurrence or an event, something that happened in your life? 
Well, as a corporate professional who is a CPA, I worked as a director in corporate America as a consultant, and I traveled a lot. I traveled extensively. Sometimes I would travel on a weekly basis and be three to four days uh, every week at a client site. Sometimes I was traveling from the East Coast with a client in New Jersey to the West Coast with a client in San Francisco. But as a consultant, I also was in ministry as well. So I had my ministry responsibilities and I was constantly juggling family, uh, doing extensive ministry work in my church, you know, just the hustle and bustle and often uh, stressful environments of trying to handle both. And one day I had an epiphany as I would sometimes be in church on Sundays or in Bible class on Tuesdays and would have to take a phone call from the partner or a client who had to have something dealt with immediately. And I had an epiphany one day, if something happened to me, what would the company do? And I realized the company would still continue to keep going and they would carry on. And so I began to ask the Lord, what was his purpose for my life? And with all this hustle and bustle and trying to juggle work and ministry and family as a single parent and begin to ask him for wisdom on how to have better work-life balance. And after a fast, he gave me the principle of rest. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Well, you, you talk about the Sabbath and obviously the Sabbath uh, day to, you know, hollow or make it holy the Sabbath day. It's, it's part of the 10 commandments. Let's, let's just talk about that. What does God have to say about rest and Sabbath in the Bible? And, and why did he make the keeping of the Sabbath one of the Ten Commandments? That's so good. When I began to study about the principles in Scripture around rest, one of the things that God highlighted for me was in Genesis. And when we look at Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, the principle of rest is so important, like God laid a, a foundation that he continued to expound upon in the Old Testament, particularly Exodus Leviticus as a part of the, the law. And what I found was that in Genesis chapter one, God, everything that he created, he said it was good. But when we turn to Genesis chapter two, when he established the principle of rest, he not only said that he didn't say it was just good. He blessed it and he sanctified it. And so when I looked at that, I said that here is God who is all powerful. Was he really tired? I mean, he literally only spoke the creation. You know, when he said he, he's, he spoke it and then it was created. But here, when he says that God rested from his work, like, was he really tired from just speaking things into existence? And so if he instituted it as a commandment, when we look further in the Old Testament, it was actually one of the few commandments punishable by death. It highlighted its importance. And so I talk about it not from a doctrinal perspective, but from the principle of obedience. If it was important to God, the Sabbath, for him to obey it and do it, how much more is it something as a principle for believers for us to also follow? Mm -hmm. And practically speaking, I mean, you know, we see the Sabbaths throughout the Old Testament. 
like the land had to uh, take have a rest even on the seventh year. And I mean, we know there was something that would happen in terms of just uh, refreshing, rejuvenation uh, for the land. And really the replenishment, I guess, is a good word for that. And so would you say that's the same thing with us? There's something that happens that way. I mean, obviously, spiritually, when we gather together to worship God, we take a whole day a week to just devote to to the Lord, that's powerful. That will really impact our lives. But what about um, physically, emotionally? I mean, people are in such a state of disarray today. There's so much chaos in our world, the pandemic, politics, the inflation, all the things that are going on. I mean, what's what's the missing piece? And, and I love the fact that you talk about that in your book, The Missing Piece, like P-I-E-C-E, but also piece as in P-E-A-C-E. So what's the missing piece in all of this? Amen. Uh, many people, they're trying to achieve peace, P-E-A-C-E, on their own. And often it's from self-medicating or other temporary fixes uh, to ease the pain, ease the stress and anxiety and all the things that they may experience in order to provide comfort or to temporarily block uh, their ability to think about uh, those things at the time in order to ease their anxiety and ease their stress. But when we look at the principle of rest as a, doc, a, a discipline spiritually, that it really takes a new mindset and a new fresh perspective on how to turn around our habits and our beliefs that we've created around rest so that we can, because of the fact that we live in a busy, obsessed uh, culture, it's a performance culture, and it really takes slowing down to be at our best. Slowing down first physically, taking time to have breaks, and then also slowing down to spend time with the Lord. Yeah, very powerful. Thank you. Now, um, Dr. Yvonne, I was actually recently overseas ministering, and one of the things that actually I found out was during the pandemic in a particular city in this nation, it was so bad, it was so strict, uh, and really in terms of people couldn't go out, they had no interaction, and there were Christians that committed suicide in this church wow. that I visited during the pandemic. So people are struggling today, many people that love the Lord. Um, some have walked away from their faith or those who may be thinking about walking away from their faith. What would you say to those who are struggling right now with just this lack of peace? And, you know, they're, they're just thinking of just throwing the towel in, so to speak, in their in regards to their faith. Pastor Glenn, that is so good uh, because it. one thing that I talk about in the book is that rest is a spiritual discipline. We hear a lot in Christendom about the spiritual disciplines, which include prayer and worship and praise and fasting and reading the Bible. But I purport that rest is a spiritual discipline and that when we actually include it as a part of our lifestyle, it helps to be a, a panacea, so to speak, as it relates to the stresses and anxieties of life. If we're always on the go, always trying to perform or always trying to do so many things, one, it impacts our health, 
from a physical perspective, uh, there is, and I, I share this as well, how statistics show, and even from medicine and scientific uh, statistics show how that when people are stressed or anxious, it impacts uh, their health, whether it's um, high blood pressure, cholesterol, and other things that impact their health. But even spiritually, if we're not taking time to be in God's presence, mm -hmm. it also impacts our belief, right? Uh, we're not taking time to listen to his voice or to hear what he's saying, reading the scripture, uh, just being still, meditating word, meditating on what he wants to speak to us in very dire circumstances. You know, I shared a, a anecdote in the book about when I was unemployed and how the stress of that impacted me. And when I turned to the Lord and began to practice resting in his presence, how that can renew our faith it can mm -hmm. renew our hope. It can renew our trust and our confidence in God. So when we invite God to come to him, when God invites us to come to him, he's inviting us to move toward him in rest and in intimacy. And when we start moving toward him, talking to him about these hard situations, praying about it, it's in these times of fellowship and intimacy with him that we begin to our confidence begins to be renewed and restored. And I know that that it can sound easy when people are facing traumatic uh, circumstances, but right. as we practice that discipline, those little steps move us to uh, places of increased trust and dependence in God. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, you know, it says in Hebrews 4, um, kingdom community, that we're to be diligent to enter rest. So in a sense, there's a work that we do, which is we have to discard um, distractions. We have to learn to be still. And I love that scripture, of course, in Psalm 46, be still and know that I'm God. One translation says, see striving and know that I'm God. And Amen. so this, this is such uh, an important message. Now, uh, one of the things that you talk about in your book is the importance of sleep. Um, people struggle today with insomnia. You know, I pray for people every time I minister and, you know, somebody says, I can't, I can't sleep. I, I have night terrors. I, I deal with fear, nightmares, all this kind of stuff. Um, what would you say to people? What's your advice who are struggling with sleep and uh, maybe getting adequate sleep or even having difficulty falling asleep? Yes, there's uh, a lot of medical issues that sometimes people face as relates to getting adequate sleep. And still we can look to God for solutions, even in the partnership with the blessing of medical science as it relates to healing. We can seek God uh, for healing when it's a medical issue. A lot of times when people are suffering from night terrors or insomnia, again, this can tie back to anxiety, a worry, a stress. And so when we are actually taking time to sleep, our bodies go through a restorative process in order to repair itself, restore and reset. So there's simple things that we can do. You know, some a lot of times people have televisions in their room. Uh, they go to sleep uh, based on falling asleep to the TV. And science shows that even the glare or the monitor from the TV or when people fall asleep with their laptops or even their cell phones, all those impact 
the likelihood of us being able to either fall asleep or to sleep well. And so there's other things that people can do, whether it's, you know, cutting off work at a certain time instead of working, work and work until you're just dog tired and falling asleep. Most often your brain can't shut down if you are working up until the time you go to sleep. Um, so those are just general tips that people people can do, which is to stop working at a certain a couple hours before they go to sleep, turn off the TV, turn off the cell phone, listen to light music um, before they go to sleep. Um, but shutting down a couple hours before retiring definitely can help one falling asleep as well as being able to sleep well. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. You know, I even get a notification on my my iPhone telling me, okay, it's time to wind down right now. You know, you're going to sleep in an hour or so. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it, it, it's amazing. It's true, though. Yeah, I mean, we run ragged and we at the point where we just kind of collapse at times. And then typically we don't rest well when we're in that state. But that's that's so good. Well, Let's talk about um, the critical elements to acquiring the rest of God. You mentioned four of these elements or ingredients in your book. What are they? Yes, I give a prescription. Uh, instead of us self-medicating, I uh, propose a prescription which includes four key elements. One, fervent prayer, uh, not just prayer in the go, go, go culture we live in. And sometimes we're praying on our way to work or while we're brushing our teeth. Um, but I talk about fervent prayer, which is really spending quality time in God's presence, being still, inclusive of meditation. Um, this is not a new age concept. This is scriptural. Um, Psalms 46 talks about being still in God's presence, yeah. praise and worship, and also declaring the word. Wow. Okay. Powerful. That's good. Okay. At the end of each chapter in your book, you know, the readers are invited to reflect, respond, and rest. So how does this actually help people to apply what they've learned in, in the chapters of the books to their personal life? Right. As a type A personality, when I read, I totally tend to read, trying to get through and obtain everything that I can while I'm reading. Uh, this was an activation exercise that I wanted to implement that as the principles are being set out in each chapter, that each reader has an opportunity to activate what's being shared based on scripture and what God is saying. So the reader gets an opportunity to reflect from a natural or personal perspective, and then they respond from a spiritual perspective, and then they practice which is to rest in God's presence through reading the word and also praying. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And it's so important to execute, right? I mean, I did a, a teaching recently on why a prophetic word is not enough. And basically what that was about is the fact that we get a word from God and we go, yes, Lord, I thank you for your promises. But there's specific things that we have to do in terms of just executing or or implementing these things. And this so this is very practical. And thank you for including that in your book. Reflect. So let's go over that again. Reflect, respond, and rest. So reflect in which way? Personal. Personal in your personal. Right, personal. Like, for okay. example, I ask questions. How much sleep did you get this week? 
What are the things you need to change from a personal perspective uh, to incorporate more rest? And then when we respond, what does scripture say about where you are personally? What does the, what does God want you to do or to incorporate from a spiritual perspective in your life, you know, in the coming week or changes that you need to make in your lifestyle? And then the rest is the practice of it, the actual reading to take a pause, read the scripture, which aligns with what was outlined in the chapter, take a pause and then say a prayer. And so I actually provide a prayer at the end of each chapter uh, to help the reader uh, with the prayer to incorporate what was shared throughout the, the chapter. Wow. So good. Okay. So let's talk about getting a hold of your book. How do uh, our, our viewers get a hold of your book. Can you sleep like this in the rest of God? Thank you, Glenn. Yes, the book is available actually at all on all booksellers, uh, most on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Target if you're in the U.S. Uh, okay. Apple Books. It's pretty much on on every bookseller. Um, yes, so feel free to uh, pull it up on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, and also tell me what you think when you get done reading by leaving a review. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, yeah, very practical book from Dr. Yvonne Thompson. It's called, Can You Sleep Like This in the Rest of God? It will have a significant impact on your life and uh, you'll be able to be so much more productive. It's true because when we rest in the Lord, I love that scripture in Leviticus 25, where he tells them in the seventh year, not to sow, not to reap, you know, not even to plow. And of course, the Lord anticipates them. They're like, okay, God, so how are we going to survive? And he says, I'm going to command the blessing on the sixth year, and it will bring you through even into the ninth year. So resting in God, it's even like tithing in a sense that when we do it, God says, hey, I'll command a blessing. I'll do something. And it's just that obedience just does something to us personally, spiritually, emotionally, mentally in so many different ways, physically, obviously, as well. So um, Dr. Yvonne Thompson, people want to get a hold of you. I mean, how, what, what does your ministry offer? Um, how, how do you serve the body of Christ and how can people get a hold of you? I appreciate that. The best way to contact is through my website, uh, which is on the screen, elisi.org. Elisi means to bring forth and God has assigned me to facilitate the process for leaders to bring forth their divine potential and destiny. And so through resources like this, uh, the latest book, I have free eBooks on my website, which helps to facilitate the process of your devotions in terms of reading a scripture and journaling. And then I also host events. Uh, we have a women's retreat coming up in May of 2023, uh, which I'm really excited about. We had uh, the first one this past May and it was phenomenal. Uh, it was such a, a prophetic, awesome move of the Lord uh, in the, the Chicago area. We had a hotel, uh, we had phenomenal speakers. Uh, it's also, it's called Release, Refresh, Renew. Uh, so it's tied to the principle of rest of care. Uh, not only did we have prophetic and laying on of hands, but we had massages and manicures, uh, fellowship with eating, every meal together, the group of women that were there. Uh, we had over 60 women. It's an intimate setting, um, but it's a phenomenal setting with the Spirit of the Lord and fellowship uh, with him uh, with us. Yeah, that sounds so good. 
Okay, so uh, Hey Kingdom community, if you want to learn more about Dr. Yvonne Thompson, just head over to elici.org, which is E-L-I-C-I.org. Again, E-L-I-C-I.org. Thank you so much, Dr. Thompson, for being my guest on Kingdom Community. Any um, closing comments, something you'd like to share with the viewers, listeners? Thank you, Pastor Glenn, for having me. Great speaking with you. I just want to encourage uh, the listeners uh, to rest, that anything that comes your way, uh, just be still, be encouraged that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to take a break. You might need a nap sometimes. Uh, It's okay uh, to be in God's presence, listening to his voice and just resting in his presence. He's He's waiting to meet us. He's waiting to hear from us. He's waiting uh, to talk to us and it's okay to, to rest. Amen. So good. Well, thank you once again and uh, look forward to connecting with you at another time. God bless. Thanks for joining us today at The Kingdom Community. We trust that you are encouraged as a result of spending time with us. We exist to connect, equip, and send you out into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. To learn more about the Kingdom Community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better.